Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco, and here are some of the California stories we are following. Authorities with the United States Immigration and Customs Enforcement are reviewing the agency's contract with the company that runs the Adelanto Detention Facility after years of low detainee rates brought on by the pandemic. The agency has until mid-February to decide whether to permanently close the site or remodel it. Immigration advocates say closing the facility would be a victory for immigrants and the local community. Here's Elizabeth Abel with the Inland Coalition for Immigrant Justice. This facility, there's a long track record of abuses, of neglect, of horrible medical care, horrible dental care, and it has been all recorded, even by DHS themselves. An appeals court in San Francisco rejected a petition yesterday seeking to overturn a California Public Utility Commission's decision that overhauled rules for customers with rooftop solar. The 2022 vote from the CPUC requires solar customers to sell back their excess energy at a significantly lower rate. Critics of the decision say lowering the rate creates less incentive for people to make the investment into solar. And California Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis is joining calls to remove former President Donald Trump from California's primary ballot. KQED politics correspondent Guy Marzarati has more. Kunalakis says Secretary of State Shirley Weber can follow a Colorado court that on Tuesday ruled Trump ineligible for that state's ballot for his role in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The court ruling out of Colorado is a very powerful basis to make the same determination here. Loyola Law School professor Jessica Levinson says Weber will likely wait for the U.S. Supreme Court to take up the case. At this point, I think statewide officials are essentially in a holding pattern for at least the next few days or weeks. But Weber faces a December 28th deadline to certify a final list of candidates. A spokesperson says her office is reviewing the lieutenant governor's letter. For the California Report, I'm Guy Marzarati. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more— 
Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Deep in the golden rolling hills of eastern Solano County, a group of Silicon Valley billionaires have a vision. An urban, walkable city filled with jobs, restaurants, sidewalks, and bike paths. Kind of similar to what you'd see in Berlin or Paris. Their ambition is to put a dent in California's gaping housing shortage. But for the farmers who currently own that land, that idea is upending their businesses and their future. From KQED's housing desk, Auditi Bun Lamudi has more. Ian Anderson and his wife Margaret farm thousands of acres in the Montezuma Hills. We have grain, which wheat, barley, safflower, canola. They also grow alfalfa hay, which they sell to other farmers nearby to feed their livestock. And they raise sheep, more than 2,000 of them. The lambs will band together and run, 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 and then they'll stop and then turn around and run back the other way. Margaret says the Anderson family settled in these hills in the mid-1800s. It's just been then great-grandfather, grandfather, father Ian, now our son. So five generations that have been farming out here. They've seen a lot of change over the years, especially as California's changing climate has caused a whiplash between extreme drought and torrential rain. But they've found ways to adapt and keep the farm alive. This land is their life. Farming, it is all-encompassing. You you breathe your business, and it's been hard, but it's also, in some ways, rewarding. But their future is uncertain. A company called California Forever has bought up thousands of acres in eastern Solano County and is eyeing the Andersons' land, too. It seeks to build a brand new city that solves some of the state's biggest problems, housing, sustainable energy, and long commutes. California Forever's founder, Jan Tremek, has been holding town hall meetings this past month to campaign for the project. He sees a lot of potential in Solano County. Overall, it's a, it's a wonderful place to live, but there have been ongoing issues with uh, housing affordability, with lack of good paying local jobs, with lack of um, tax revenue at the county. And people have been trying to solve these issues for 30 years. The project is backed by investors who have made their billions in Silicon Valley. In 2017, the company started buying land without revealing its identity or plans. When the Andersons were first approached a few years later, Ian says they weren't interested. It's not really just about the money. It's about who we are and what we do. We put we have value in growing our crops. But they're starting to feel pressured. Earlier this year, California Forever filed a lawsuit against the Andersons and other landowners, accusing them of price fixing and colluding with each other to not sell unless the company met a specific price. The Andersons have filed for the case to be dismissed, but Shremek is pressing ahead. Do you see a settlement or, or a dismissal in the future? Um, I don't see a dismissal. We've been open to discuss settlement, and so um, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can resolve it that way. Even if the lawsuit gets dismissed, the Andersons' farm is changed forever. They rented much of the land they farmed on, 
and those landowners eventually sold it to California Forever. They've gone from farming on 10,000 acres to about 3,500, and they're not buying any new equipment. We've started selling off our sheep, portions of our sheep, so we're basically trying to figure out whether a downsize operation, if we can still keep doing it. Putting aside their own conflict with the company, Ian and Margaret understand the need for more housing and jobs in Solano County. But why not put them in cities that already exist? They really could use a boost to increase quality of housing and volume of housing versus going out into a brand new area and starting every bit of the infrastructure from scratch in what can't be anything other than what can be called sprawl. Ian and Margaret are not alone in their skepticism of this plan. Many Solano County residents are still wondering how this ambitious vision will become a reality and whether they'll benefit from it. California Forever is promising to answer some of those questions as it unveils a more complete plan in January. For The California Report, I'm Aditi Bandlamudi in the Montezuma Hills. And that is The California Report for Thursday, December 21st. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation, investing in creative thinkers and problem solvers who are working to ensure that people, communities, and the planet can flourish. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all, on the web at theschmidt.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!